Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the podcast, Relationships, the Good and the Messy. My name is Sally Kalen. If you are new, I am so glad you have found this podcast. Please feel free to scroll through all my other episodes, everything relationships. If you have a question, you can find the answer right here, my loves. So today's episode, I would like to share with you some of my recent experiences on the Tinder app. I decided to hop onto Tinder a few months ago. I was in a place where I felt very in a healed, amazing space in my life. And you know what? I thought, that's it. I'm going to go on a dating app. I have friends on these dating apps. I had heard about it. And I thought, you know what? Yeah, let's go and check it out. And I have to say, overall, my experience has been really good. Um, I will say that I'm going to share with you though on this podcast, break it down for you, um, what I have learned and pass this message on to you. So you can have some awareness yourself when you are, if you do decide to go on Tinder or any other dating app that you have some of this, um, some of what I've learned, because I feel like it's always good, isn't it? To hear other people's experiences and sometimes it's relevant for us and other times it's not, but it's just, yeah, I am. I, I feel called to share what I have learned um, since I have been dating. Um, so I'm going to go through some of the little, almost like tips as well for you, I'd call them, because I feel like with the Tinder many years ago, it was seen, wasn't it, more of a just a hookup place. And even though that's still definitely there, it, def- it also has a lot of people looking for real love for sure um so let's get into what i have learned on tinder and let me know how you go on it as well let me know how you find it i i've heard some great stories of people finding love and i do believe you know we often attract to us where we're at ourselves so that can definitely have a role in who is showing up in our inboxes and who we're finding attractive ourselves so it's all it's all relevant right so my first tip or my first um insight i would say that i would like to share with you is and and let me just say before i get into it of course some of these you're going to know be aware of and you may even say oh well of course or it might be very obvious to many people but still it's good to hear it right so number one not everyone is ready for love or for a relationship and many are still attached to their many are still attached to their exes and you are the distraction so this is something i have definitely heard from friends about as well but in my own experiences being a very intuitive person being very switched on to people's behavior I can pretty much say that I've definitely met a fair few of people, having got into some conversations with them, met one of these, um, one of them that still was not completely over an ex. Um, Not everyone is ready for love. So if you're going into these dating apps and you're in a place where you're really looking for love and thinking everybody is just in this place where they're all healed and ready then I think you're going to be 
a little bit disappointed and to just be aware that people are presenting themselves in a particular way and it's not always as it seems. And this is why it's important to be aware um, of your intuition, to have that insight, and just to listen to your body because I think we always get cues about people. We always know, right? And sadly, you know, I know my ex jumped onto dating apps and was just, you know, getting around. And I remember thinking at the time, what about those poor people that are thinking this guy's all available and he's completely just not, like as in just, you know. And I know it works the other way as well for women as well. A lot of women getting out of relationships, it's it's a two-way street. So that is something to be aware of. Just because you're chatting to someone and there's a, a nice flow, doesn't mean that that person's available, doesn't mean that they're not still sleeping with their exes because trust me, I believe that that is happening in, a, in lots of situations. Um, so that's the first one. The second thing that I have learned um, is that meeting someone in person really is the only way you really know if there is something there for you as well. Um, <clears throat> it's great to have the phone calls. It's great to have the chats. A bit of FaceTime wouldn't go astray either. I feel like that's very helpful because you can get a vibe from the FaceTime for sure. Um, but yeah, meeting someone in person really is the way to go. So I feel like it probably is a better idea to spend like a week or two chatting to that person and then meeting up you know, just to see if there is something there rather than waiting for too long because you you don't know and you get more of a vibe from that person when you see them. The next thing I'd like to share with you is if someone doesn't text you and chat to you regularly, like if someone isn't sort of checking in and showing up, then they are not interested enough. You know, I've heard this from different friends as well. You know, you meet a guy and they seem nice, you're just chatting to them and then it feels like you're going to have a meet up and then they kind of go off grid for a few days and then they come back again, they go off again. And it's kind of giving you, again, pay attention. It's already showing you something. If someone's interested in you, it doesn't matter if they're talking to five other people. If it's you, they're really interested in, you're going to feel that and know that and you're going to just have that feeling and knowing. Um, but the next point is kind of the opposite to that. If someone is texting you so much and full on with you and being really intense and it's all sort of, you know, that can be a red flag because, you know, I talk a lot about this in my other podcasts about codependency and, you know, um, toxic relationship foundations and unemotional people that are emotionally unavailable often come on quite strong initially but they're actually not <laughs> excuse me excuse me here they're not actually available at all um long term and so be aware of people that are either very inconsistent with you and not really sort of you know you're sort of thinking is he gonna call oh okay and look, they don't owe you nothing, but it's a sign, isn't it? It's, it's, it's sort of showing you. And so you have to be aware of this because what happens is I've known people then to meet up with these guys and then those guys don't ring them and it all goes weird again. And then it's like, well, this is what they were doing before you even met them. So pay attention to that, okay? Um, the next point 
what I've definitely learned more than ever, I'm very intuitive anyway, but you pay attention to your intuition. Like listen in, like totally feel what's going on. You get a vibe from someone, you know. I, I, I go back to someone that I was chatting to when I first went onto Tinder. It's probably the first person I ever spoke to actually, five months. And it was a great conversation. That first conversation was incredible. It was so great emotionally. It was something I needed at that time because I hadn't had a lot of the emotional stuff in a relationship. So this guy was very, very, you know, great at talking and all the emotional side of things. But I remember about four phone calls in, he seemed really preoccupied and just completely almost different. And I, I remember thinking, well, okay, well, this is a bit odd, but... I'm getting to know this person. This is, you know, and then I got to see that pattern sort of show up a bit that he sort of sometimes was able to chat for a long, you know, and the other times he was busy and he ran a company. So that was his reason. But my intuition was saying at the time, he's just not available in in a way that I would need. And I can feel that I, I couldn't put my finger on it, but long story, it came to be, that's exactly what it was. And it was not going to be a good thing for me. And, and in fact, when I did meet him, it was really disappointing. It was not like I, I wanted it to be better than it was and all that jazz. But you, at the same time, I was totally like so like cool with it. It was like, I get it. It's just not right. But I kind of always knew this. So yeah, the intuition part, very important. Okay, the next point, getting down to some deeper stuff here. I feel like before you go onto a dating app or, you know, if you're looking for something serious, this is more for someone that is looking for a a long-term relationship. It's really important to be clear on what you really want and what you don't want, because it just makes it so much easier to look at people's profiles and to be reading what they're saying and, you know, looking at what this person, you know, is about. I always feel if someone hasn't got any hardly any writing on their profile, it's 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 a no for me because I think if you if they haven't got time to even write a profile and they've just stuck their picture up there, it tells you everything in that moment. So, you know, you want someone that's got a profile and they've written a fair bit and you can get an in- insight into them. But and then that should tell you is that someone that you would want? Okay, you've got to have a you got to look like the way they look to a certain extent but then reading their profile is that correlating to what you really want I think we can just sort of start settling before we we've even began and I feel like the what I found and being at the time in my life I'm at which I feel really great and amazing it was so easy for me just to sort of go no 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 or yes yeah like because I know what I want and what I don't want and the ones that I did say yes to obviously you know some were better than others and for me um but yeah so know what you really want okay like before you hop on just don't just choose any randoms like get clear on what you really want the next part about this dating and when you're meeting someone offline is to when you start having conversations with this person a good way to find out where they're truly at is to ask the right kind of questions because like I say the amount of people that I've come across that are not really available but they are pretending to be available um there's a lot so questions that you can ask this person is number one when did you last see your ex 
<laughs> I think this is an important question because like I say, there are so many people either still in relationships or just getting out of relationships that are looking for a distraction and you don't want to be that person, right? So when did you last see your ex? Um, was that a hard breakup for you? These are questions, second question you can ask. Was that a hard breakup for you? How are you doing about that? What did you learn from yourself about that relationship? It's another one. Um, you know, how are you regularly dating now? Like how long have you been single? Finding, like asking the questions and you can tell if someone's being genuine with you most of the time because they can give you long responses. Someone that just gives you brief responses to these questions, they're not always, but often it's because they haven't dealt with their breakup, they haven't even broken up, or there's something that they're hiding. You need to be able to have those conversations. And and, and I feel asking the questions like, was that hard for you, that breakup? What did you learn? Usually if someone is working through feelings and they're someone that could be a potential long-term relationship with you, they can answer these questions. They can talk about this stuff. But those people that are not dealing with stuff, they can't. So they'll kind of cut you off and, and you'll start knowing, right? Because at the end of the day, we all want to find the love of our life. We all want to be in a healthy relationship. We all want to have that right. And it's really important to be open and honest with yourself. And like I say, the most disappointing thing I've found on Tinder is probably the amount of people that aren't as available as they say they are. And for me, I can gen- gen- generally, excuse me, sense that in people, but I know a lot of people can't and people get hurt and people get disappointed and people get ghosted and people get ignored and, and all this kind of stuff. And I feel like it's just important to be as open and honest as possible with people it's just the right thing to do so that is my little rundown of my experience on tinder at this point i like i say i feel like it is a good app um for people that are ready and looking and and look if you're looking for a one night stand and you're looking for casual hookups, I know that that is a place where you can go as well. Like the different sections on that app, you can just look for the night or whatever it is you're looking for. But I feel looking at their profiles and seeing how much they've written gives you a big indicator. Someone that's in a relationship with someone else or who hasn't been out of a relationship long, they don't tend to write too much in those um, in those profiles. But of course, some do still don't just don't, you know, and then it's all about once you get on the phone to them and start chatting to them, people that are available to you are available. It's that simple. And like this one person that I was talking to, his excuse was always how busy he was with work. And it was like, okay, so there's your answer, Sally. Like his priority isn't a relationship. It's always going to be all the other things says it all and that and I knew this intuitively and that's why you know um getting to know yourself is is the best thing before you do these dating apps just know yourself know what you like know what you don't like put in your boundaries like the right people will come to you right don't settle there are oh my god life is too short to be settling and who knows what the future holds right I mean I have got some interesting 
things going on in my life right now which are quite incredible um, and I'm just going with the flow and loving all the different connections that I'm having. I will just add this bit in which was really refreshing. I did meet a guy online, haven't met him in person and we had a really good connection and after a couple of chats, probably four or five chats, um, he was coming on quite strong and I sort of put my boundary in he recognized he was coming on too strong and he said look can we have a chat he ended up getting on the phone to me and explaining to me that he probably wasn't as over his ex as he had thought and because I had pulled back and I sort of implemented a boundary and said this and that it made him sort of reevaluate himself and it was just such an interesting conversation and I actually said to him I know I really appreciate your honesty and sharing this with me I kind of knew something wasn't quite right either I that was always a bit of a red flag And it was just so refreshing that somebody could actually open up and say, this is where I'm at and thank you. Like, because most people are just out for what they can get in that situation, right? And that was really um, interesting. So there are some good people out there, right? Um, May not be for you, but yeah, be open, um, but know your boundaries. And if someone doesn't bother calling you after you've hooked up with them, and you're feeling like you've got to chase them, that is a red flag, my love. Don't go there. Yes, you can check in that first time. It's not all about the guy having to contact you, but you know when someone is interested in you, when a guy wants you, interested in you, you know it. You don't have to just do all this like mind game stuff and think about, should I call him? Should I not call him? Why hasn't he? No. It's all laid out in front of you very easily and effortlessly. So trust in that as well. So that is my experience on the Tinder app. Um, And I will keep you posted to see where I'm at. I am currently still single. I am very honest with um, the different people in my life as friends. I have guy friends. Um, But it's been a really fun experience in getting to know myself more from meeting different people and I think that's the the best part of it is you know I'm not interested in casual hookups I don't do the casual hookup thing but I feel like sometimes that works for some people at different stages but I think as long as you're honest with people that's fine but if you are looking for a real long-term relationship then just be aware that a lot of the people out there and I do say a lot are not what they seem and not showing and presenting themselves in a true light and that's why keep your heart in your pocket don't jump into bed with that person the first night you meet them because I feel like that is where a lot of people are going wrong as well if someone really likes you that that can happen can't it over time you know that's just my tip anyway um all right my loves I'm gonna love you and leave you I hope you have an amazing day I will be back with another podcast please come on over to Instagram, sign up and grab my free guided meditation. If you would like to work with me this 2022, please DM me. My new website is coming, going to have everything on there. But for now, sallykaylin.com, go and have a a browse through there. Um, And yeah, let's, let's make this the greatest year of our lives. Let's make this the best year ever. We need that, right? It has to be the year where so many things come together for us. And um, yeah, I'm sending you lots of love. I will be back in a few days, guys. Please share these podcasts if you find them helpful.